Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at Armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Big stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. Total radar is being used uh, to uh, generate uh, revenue for municipalities and for the provincial government um, to a greater degree than it should be. Uh, and it is not being optimized to improve uh, safety outcomes on our highways and our roads. Okay, so that's pretty significant. That is Alberta's Transportation Minister Brian Mason today saying that photo radar is being used to generate revenue, but not to make the roads safer. And as such, some changes are coming to how it's deployed in the sorts of circumstances under which municipalities can make use of this tool. So joining us to talk about uh, what's coming in terms of changes and why is Alberta's Minister of Transportation, Brian Mason. Minister, good to have you with us. You're welcome to the program. Thank you very much, Rob. All right. Now, there, there's a bit of history to this issue here because it, it might seem convenient to some that here we have the, the minister poo-pooing photo radar just heading into an election, although one, albeit you're not running in. But uh, talk a bit about how we, we got to this point here today. Well, uh, we I, I started about a year and a half ago, maybe two years ago with this review. And I have to say, in my 30 years in politics, it's been one of the thorniest uh, you know, issues to wrestle to the ground. Um, and, I, and I hope we've struck the right balance here. Um, so uh, I commissioned a, uh, a, um, a private consulting firm to uh, do an objective review. They <clears throat> delivered their report to me in September of last year. And in the meantime, we've been working through what is the response, what is the policy uh, outcome uh, that we want to see as a result of the information contained in the report. And, and it has some basic principles First of all, that photo radar should be utilized in order to improve uh, safety to make our roads safer and not to generate revenue. Um, and secondly, that the municipalities and police forces that utilize photo radar uh, need to be accountable to uh, achieve that goal and to show that it's being used for, for the right purposes. And, and then the final, um, uh, I think, important principle is transparency. So uh, it's really important that... Um, uh, those uh, uh, jurisdictions that use photo radar are transparent with their citizens about where it is, how it's being utilized, and what kind of outcomes they're getting from it. What we're going to see, uh, I think, going forward, what I hope to see, is that uh, municipalities will have to uh, demonstrate that their photo radar is there to improve safety and that it actually makes a difference. If they can't do that, they will be asked to discontinue photo radar at those locations. So they'll have to justify its continued use. Yes. So it's, we're building an accountability for people that deploy photo radar to make sure that they're not using it as a cash cow. But it doesn't change the onus. They, they don't have to ask permission, I guess, to use it in the first place. Well, they have to file a, a traffic safety plan with uh, Alberta Transportation that includes the uh, strategy for utilizing photo radar. And we have to approve that. So uh, we're going to be taking a much, uh, I guess, more... Um, focused look at, at, at that, uh, those plans, and we're going to be insisting that uh, 
they they have and we're going to give them a we're going to give them a year to to do this right because we need to we need to to uh, get better and more consistent data so that we can make some of these decisions and we can properly audit um, uh, the municipalities and the police forces use of photo radar now photo radar is used well, in some communities, it's not used at all, and there, there are even differences in, in how it's deployed in Calgary versus how it's deployed in Edmonton. Does there seem to be a real difference amongst municipalities in Alberta and how they approach it? Yeah, I think there is. Uh, that's for sure. Um, and uh, that's one of the reasons why uh, we've reached the conclusion that in some cases um, it's not being deployed necessarily for the right reason. Well, talk about how how it's being deployed in, in ways that concern you, because you talked about today what you describe as, as a loophole in, in the guidelines, at least as it pertains to multi-lane roads. So yeah. what are some of these areas that, that concern you? Well, there's, there's an existing set of guidelines that uh, Alberta Transportation and Alberta Justice uh, issue to municipalities, and a lot of them are really good. We're not changing those. You know, if there's a school zone or a construction zone, if there's a, a high accident rate, if there's a lot of community concern at a particular location, those are good reasons why you might deploy photo radar. But one of the one of the loopholes is that any four lane uh, road can uh, uh, be eligible to deploy photo radar. Well, you know, the fact is that most serious accidents take place at intersections, but that's not where most photo radar are is most photo radar is in long straightaways where people speed and that's not necessarily the least safe um part of our road network well that would be roads like in calgary like the deerfoot or or stony trail for example yes yeah it could be yeah so does that mean that that those roads that photo radar can no longer be used on those roads or that municipalities will have to demonstrate that there's there's a reason why there are priorities? They will have to demonstrate that there's a good safety reason and then they're going to have to demonstrate that it makes a difference, that it improves the accident rates at those locations. If they can't do that, they'll be asked to discontinue there. So they would have to show uh, statistics then, basically, accident Absolutely. statistics. And, and one of the things the report found is that statistics are not gathered uh, consistently and in a way that we can actually analyze um, the uh, effectiveness for, for safety. So that's one of the things we're going to be working with municipalities to do over the next year. But it wouldn't stop municipality, for example, or police force from having a speed trap on, on that, that road, right? This is just as it pertains to photo radar. Well, uh, this is just photo radar, so that's an important distinction. Thanks for raising it. Uh, this report is n- not about conventional speed enforcement. So the cop with the radar gun is still going to be able to um, pop up behind any uh, any bush or hill. So you should drive carefully and, and within the law. So we're not going to see any change immediately, though, are we? Not right away. We're hoping for some changes to be implemented by the middle of the year. Uh, I think it's important that we let municipalities take a look at the report um, and and make a develop a strategy to redeploy their photo radar in a way that maximizes safety outcomes. They need to you know to have some time to do that and time to adjust. And we need some time to consult with them about what further changes we might want to make. So the possible prohibitions, like prohibiting photo radar on high speed multi lane roadways or prohibiting photo radar in speed transition zones, that that won't take effect just yet then. No, but we expect that some of that will take uh, effect by uh, by June. Which aspects? Those those two. Those two. Yeah. So that that could happen within the next few months. Then you're saying? Yes, hope so.
Um, those, you know, those were the changes we wanted to make right away. There may be other adjustments to uh, how we handle photo radar and what the guidelines are, um, but that will come as a result of consultation with municipalities and with the public. One of the differences between Edmonton and Calgary is, in terms of who administers photo radar, it's, it's the Calgary Police Service uh, here that does. In Edmonton, it's, it's been, uh, the responsibility's been handed over to the city of Edmonton. Uh, I mean, do, do you have a preference either way? Is any of this today about who's in charge of photo radar? No, it's about holding those people that are in charge uh, accountable, um, that it's not being used as a cash cow and that they are getting some results in terms of making our roads safer. Now, those who defend photo radar, and I'm sure you're hearing it today, would say, look, I mean, if, if people aren't speeding, that there's, there's no issue. That uh, the issue is with speeding, not the tool that's being used. So w- what are your thoughts on that? I don't think it's either one. It's how the tool is deployed. If the, if the tool is not deployed where most of the accidents are, and in a way that improves safety on our roads then it's not being employed properly. Uh, you know, I, I accept that if you're going uh, 51, you're technically uh, breaking the law if the speed limit is 50, but that's not the point. The point is if there's a place where people are going, you know, 20 or 30 kilometers an hour through intersections uh, over the speed limit, that's where it should be. And it is generating revenue. I mean, whether that's the attention or, or not, it definitely is. But what about the concern that's been raised that, well, if cities lose out on that revenue, they've they got to make it up somewhere? Well, you know, uh, I understand the problem with municipalities. Uh, some of them have become quite dependent on photo radar uh, for uh, this money. But my argument is um, they were never entitled to it in the first place. All right. Well, uh, we'll leave it there for now. Uh, Minister Mason, thank you for making some time for us here today. Appreciate it. My pleasure. Thanks, Rob. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.